I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. As you know, we normally wait for our rapid review and bloke in a bar on a Monday to go through and summarise all the games from the weekend, but that game that I just sat through, the Manly Seagulls versus the Melbourne Storm, there was so much to unpack in that game, it was not even funny. So I just thought I'd run through my notes from that game. A lot of this is super coach related, uh, a lot of it is just general NRL related as well and related to certain players that I think is going to be really interesting. Um, the Manly Seagulls, they might have had the worst opening 20 minutes I have seen and they were leading 14-6. to six. They made... Five errors in the first 13 fucking minutes. Five errors in the first 13 minutes. They completed two from seven sets. And they led 14-6 at one point. Um, Kohler, he ran the length. Ryan Pappenhausen put in a bang average kick that got sort of a double rebound off Kohler. He regathered it, and it just happened to land in the fastest guy, in the hands of the fastest guy on the field. He ran the length. He ran as fast as he had to, Kohler, which I think he's going to be one of those guys, realistically. Let's talk about him for a second. Um... So many people have messaged me that they traded him out this week. He scored 100. I understand you trading him out. He had a little bit more money to make. Obviously, a Melbourne Storm matchup that wasn't great. He managed to score two tries tonight. So he scored, I think it was 95. He'll probably update to 100, knowing Kohler. He, he normally gets a few extra base starts. So, I mean, Kohler's now got 100 in his rolling average. He's going to go up more. Uh, he might be a pain in the ass to try and get rid of before round 17. Uh, to make it worse, and I was going to talk about this guy later, but you know who a lot of people swapped Kohler for? They swapped him for Grant Anderson from the Melbourne Storm. Now, I've watched Anderson play Queensland Cup up there. I'm a big fan of him. Uh, that game from him tonight was pretty atrocious. Let's call a spade a spade. It was woeful. Uh, they had Dean Irema sitting on the bench. I genuinely thought uh, Anderson was going to get hooked at one point. A lot of people brought Anderson because he was going to be playing round 17 and then hopefully not play again. I think there's a really good chance that he doesn't play next week. I'm I'm a little bit worried about if his position is safe next week. Um, and if it is safe, 
I'm not sure if it's going to be on the wing. I've got a feeling he might come off the bench like Irema did. I wouldn't be sw- shocked if they swapped them next week. So the whole Anderson play, that could really blow up in our face and it could just become enough for everyone. Hopefully he doesn't end up on the bench in the Melbourne Storm. That would be an absolute shit fight um, for next week. We wouldn't like that. It really wouldn't impact us all that much because we'd be missing a heap of players. But far from ideal. And for those that did let go of Kohler, uh, you were letting go of a little bit of cash next week regardless of what he did. I think he had a break even of 13. Uh, now that he's tonned up, all of a sudden, Kohler could make a heap of money over the next few weeks. So, an interesting one there, Kohler. I didn't expect him to score two tries. I, I actually was having a conversation with a mate earlier tonight saying, do I do I play Tomoko or Kohler in my draft team? He convinced me on, on Tomoko. And then I had a look at the um, the the weather app. It's going to be raining in Wollongong. And I just thought, you know what? Kohler on a dry track. If he just gets an opportunity or two, he can go big. Uh, and fuck, didn't he go big? A score of 100. So Cole is the first guy we want to talk about. He scored the first try. He scored another one a little bit later. Great ball by DCE, by the way. Had a really good game tonight. Cheers to his credit. Um, Brian Pappenhausen, he set up Nick Meany for the next try. Now, Pappy's been the talk of the town for Supercoach this week. He was coming uh, back this week. Had a break even of like 150. He couldn't possibly reach it. Um, I sort of thought people were crazy for bringing him in and with, you know, after 10 minutes when he when he set up the first try on Nick Meany, he went straight to 30 points. I thought, okay, might not be a train wreck. Yeah, they might get 100 out of him at this rate. Um, then he didn't take the goal kick in. I thought, okay, that's going to hurt them. They might get 80 out of him in this game. I was anticipating uh, the Melbourne Storm to click into gear at that point because, man, they were playing fucking awful. Uh, and Puppy stayed on 30 for pretty much the remainder of the game. And we'll get to Puppy in a second because the way he finished the game was just fucking incredible and blew me away. As we said, a shocking first half by Manly. They go in 18 to 6. Despite Manly being awful, they were up 18 to 6. Uh, the Melbourne Storm were pretty fucking bang average, too. It sounds like Craig Bellamy gave them an absolute rocket at half time. They came out in the second half and they might have got worse. Their first set was awful. Jaden Nicarima knocked the ball on. Another one that I think his spot's going to be under serious pressure coming into next week, Jaden Nicarima. Um, we had in the second half, we had Harper, scored a good try, and Olakowatu was just given the ball, and Olakowatu did what Olakowatu did and just terrorised everyone standing around him and scored a good try. Um, so all of a sudden, the Manly Seagulls are out by an absolute heap. Uh, what was it? 30, 36 to 12, I think it was at that point. 36 to 12. Um, and it stays that way all the way until five minutes to go. Um in between that, the, after the Olakowatu drive, this is another crazy thing that sort of flew under the radar in this game because it was just so wild. The Melbourne Storm kick off. Brandon Smith runs down, makes the tackle, makes a one-on-one strip off the kickoff and scores in his 100th game. I mean, what the fuck is this game? What is happening? No one's playing well. The team that's playing worse is leading at halftime. They come out. They brain it in the second half. Melbourne Storm comes out off a Craig Bellamy spray, potentially plays worse. Then all of a sudden, they kick off after conceding a shit try and their lock forward does a one-on-one strip to score off the kickoff. I mean, what this game is just, it was insane to watch. I could not believe it. And at that point, I was sitting there going, what on earth is this game? I was just sitting there thinking, I text my mate as they were about to kick off. And I said to him, I reckon he'll take Pappy off here. This game is done. They're out of it. All of a sudden, the cheese takes a one-on-one steal off the kickoff, scores. And I had to text him and go, well, maybe not. Maybe this is back on. I've got no fucking idea what's going on. Now, cheese did that in the 53rd minute. Um, Cola scored his second try just after that one. I thought, okay, that that's glasses. We're done here. 57th minute. 
almost 15 minutes later, uh, the Melbourne Storm get a scrum uh, 10 metres out. You see Ryan Pappenhausen at first receiver. Nelson's sort of floating out there in the back line. Puppy gets outside of his um, A defender, turns Nass inside him, and he's just too big, he's too strong, he crashes over. When that scrum packed down, there was six minutes left on the clock. Six minutes, 74th minute. Nass scores. Okay, sweet. Ryan Pappenhausen. Scores the next set after that. Uh, just gets the ball. Nothing on. Skips off of his left foot. Goes essentially through untouched. All of a sudden, this Ryan Pappenhausen score of 30 that was going to be a fucking train wreck for anyone that brought him in this week, close to a season ender. All of a sudden, Pappenhausen just starts switching on. He jumps to 60. Uh, he scores that try. jumps to 60. Sets up Justin Olam. All of a sudden, he jumps up to 85 or so. And then, all of a sudden, he scores a try in the last play of the game, essentially. Second last play of the game. Ryan Pappenhausen, he scores two tries in the last three minutes. Has two try assists. Finishes the game on 125 fucking points. Here I am sitting there with six minutes to go thinking, I'm a genius for not bringing in Pappy. Me and, and everyone else that applied a bit of common sense. We're geniuses. And then, all of a sudden, Pappy scores... 95 to 100 points pre-update updates in six minutes. Absolutely blew it away. You could tell as soon as he put Nelson over, all of a sudden he just had a little bit more confidence in that hamstring. He was running a little bit harder. He was doing that, that, that very trademark run where the head's down. He looks like um, Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, it just all clicked in for gear, into gear for Pappy, and he just showed us what he's capable of doing. Two try assists and two tries at Brookvale over when they're down by a heap to get them back in this game. He also took back the goal kicking, which at the start of the game when, when Meany was kicking, I thought, okay, well, there we go. He might have lost the goal kicking. Did you see Nick Meany's first? kick from the sideline. He he absolutely split it in half. I thought, well, he's fucked. In the midst of all this, Jake Trevojevic gets taken off after the Nelson Asafa Solomona try. He gets taken to the sideline. They're up, what, 30 to 18, 36 to 18 at this point with five minutes to go. The camera flips to Jake Trevojevic and he is absolutely losing his mind on the sideline. I assume mad at Des because he hooked him from the field. I know they conceded a try, but I, I, I think he was angry that Des took him off the field. Turned out to be right when he went off the field. They scored another three tries, and all of a sudden we get down to the last play of the game where Pappy scores. They turn down the kick so that they can get to the kickoff and have time to try and score again and then convert that one to even it up. And Jerome Hughes puts in a little chip kick. DCE gets the ball back, and I think, okay, they've got away. They've got out of jail. They lost last week. When they were up by 14 with a couple of minutes to go, surely they'll take it to ground. This year kicks into the fucking in goals. Granted, forces a repeat set, but why on earth would you want to play with fire with giving the ball back to the Melbourne Storm who are on a huge momentum run? I know it's unlikely they're going to run the length and score. I get it. But you know what else was unlikely? That they'd score four tries in six minutes and get themselves back into a game they were well and truly out of. A bizarre game of football, like nothing I have really seen. In the midst of that, the other little storyline, Jerome Hughes, who I brought in in Supercoach, who a lot of you brought in in Supercoach off the back of my shit talking yesterday, he's on about 17 points with 20 minutes to go, looking like an absolute busted. There is nothing doing. All of a sudden, he comes up with a couple of plays. He's on 56, and Supercoach hasn't given him a try assist or a line break assist for the Ryan Pappenhausen try that he passed him to. I'm not sure if he will get it realistically. I probably wouldn't give it to him, to be honest with you, but we have seen weirder things happen with Supercoach scoring. A lot of people on Twitter and on Instagram arguing that he should get it. Uh, I'm not sure if he will, but if he does... All of a sudden, Jerome Hughes and Ryan Pappenhausen, who played about nine minutes of footy, 
they're going to go 80 and, and 120. I personally think Pappy could update anywhere up to like 150 here. I really do. I, I think he'll at least get to 140, and I wouldn't be surprised if he goes higher. This Melbourne Storm team, I mean, fuck, if they can, if they can put together 80 minutes, they put together nine minutes in this game. They scored like 24-odd points. It was insane. It was batshit crazy. I cannot believe the game that I just watched and how it played out. There are so many angles to talk about, whether Anderson's going to make it next week, the money that Kohler makes. If you kept him like myself, well, bloody done to you. You're going to make a heap more money there. All of a sudden, I'm looking at this going, you know what? I thought Pappy might score 70. I thought he'd drop a heap of cash. I thought I'd be able to move Kohler on next week. I still might be able to because Kohler scored so well that it might be more about what I gain from Kohler instead of what I lose from Pappy that might get me there. But fuck. Just insane. I mean, I think if you didn't buy Pappy this week, I think you just have to cop it on the chin and bring him in next week. I don't think you can possibly punt on him again. My mates that brought him in this week, they were spot on. They nailed it. Granted, it's a little bit of a get-out-of-jail card, but the points are on the board. It is what it is. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That was a bizarre game of football. That's like very few games I have ever seen. I'm just checking my notes to see if there's anything else that I have forgotten from that game because that was on another fucking level. Olakowate was a menace as well. Dropped his first two touches of the game, went on to score a try. He he went off battered and bruised. I would assume that he was probably carrying that through the Tonga game last week as well. Might explain why he played limited minutes. But between Pappenhausen, between Manly playing so poorly but winning... Cola, who a heap of people traded out, scoring a Supercoach 100. Anderson completely shit in the bed and maybe missing round 17, which is the sole purpose of getting Grant Anderson. And then you had the little side show of Gerbo getting hooked, swearing his head off, blowing up at Dez because he got taken off the field because that's the sort of competitor that Gerbo is. The week after Origin, the week after he played a massive 71 minutes in Origin, he's blowing up because when they're up by 30, he gets taken off the field. And fair enough. You saw what happened when he did go off the field. I just, I, I, I don't think you, you can put it all down to Jake Trevojevic, but if you're him, you are pretty fucking filthy, as he was. A bizarre game of football. Cannot believe what I just saw play out. That was just, the shocks just kept on coming. As I said, the Brandon Smith try, no one's even fucking talking about it. Never seen anything like it. Insane. Uh, cracking game of football. Really enjoyed it. Looking forward to the rapid review of this one. We won't go into too much depth on it then. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how updates go. Uh, obviously, a lot of very key supercoach players did pretty well. The other one was Ruben Garrick. He looked like he was injured during the game. He looked like he was walking around like a bust. He looked like he had no hope. He's bounced back to get a decent supercoach score as well. I mean... The deeper you look into this game, the more storylines there are. It is just crazy. Harry Grant looked dangerous as all hell. I think he scored 48 points or something. Surely he goes up a little bit. Uh, But even if he does, let's say he goes up to 65. I mean, if you sold him like I did, I think you're pretty stoked with that realistically during the origin period. Wild. So many narratives come out of this one. An insane game. Well done to Manly. Uh, After shitting the bed last week, it almost happened to them again. Thank fuck it didn't. Um, Because that would have really sent their their season into an absolute spiral. They really do keep um, their finals hopes alive with this win. It's a big win at Brookvale. I didn't think they'd do it. I thought the Melbourne Storm would win. Um, Just about everything I thought would happen in this game didn't. I don't know how anyone could have possibly predicted what on earth this game looked like. It was bizarre. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.